Still not sponsored by Duncan. It's the Woodworking Morning Show. You got to think about the podcast listeners, uh, Nicole. Yeah. They like to listen too. They do. It's very important. I want to thank some folks who helped us out on Patreon. Okay. That's patreon.com slash woodwhisperer. I want to wait for confirmation. I, I will say I'm a little behind on all things Patreon. I'm, I promise I'll do it today. Nicole, you are a little behind. <laughs> Get it? Uh-huh. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Chris Jacobson, Steve Payne, Clark Swenson, Corey Hastings, Andrew Kuldeka, Ken Coyle, Brian Collette, Luke Kearns, Christopher Baker, Shane Myers, Richard Scipione, uh, Robert Schaefer, MMG, Devin Perkins, and Bruce Miller. So thank you so much for helping us out. We really appreciate it. Guys, girls. Guys, gals, people, dudes, chicks. That was a lot of people in Mm, in, uh, one week. Yeah. Uh, We hope we're entertaining you. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Some weeks are better than others. So I ventured out today. Obviously, I got a Duncan. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh. I'm sucking it down like my life depends on it, Nicole. <laughs> I was thinking, I wanna... oh, I'll just be able to cruise right through. There was a massive line. Lots of people want that Lots Duncan, of, baby. Yeah. Uh, I also finally stopped at our mailbox, which we won't go over everything that was sent today. Yeah, next week. Next week. Um, we've but, got a lot of giveaways today. But if you sent something, looking at you, Matt, mm-hmm. and Kyle, and I got one more. Uh, thank you, uh, and we'll give you a proper thank you next week. Okay. Just uh, technical stuff, guys. Live recordings. Uh, Tim is m- mentioning that sometimes Friday Live gets out of sync with the audio. You got to refresh. The way, no, 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 no. The way YouTube captures live oh, yeah. stuff, it's not the same as just uploading a video, mm-hmm. and we have, like, this much control over that. That much. I find that. Zero. But it's happened in the <clears throat> chat before, and when they refresh their screen, it Results. Sure, that's not what Tim's talking about. He's talking about the recorded, archived version of the show gets out of sync. Uh, but if you have echoes or any weird sync issues during the live show, sure, give it a refresh, see if that improves it. Yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, we're going to do some giveaway stuff between each question. Yeah, a lot to give away. Yeah, we got quite a bit to give away. I'm going to yeah. show you guys that. But before we do that, very important thing. Today, 50 years ago, mm. do you know what, what happened 50 years ago today? I don't really it's a really important thing. Uh... You're only 40-something. 50 years ago today, the Beatles released their final album, <laughs> Let It Be, Nicole. This is a pretty important day in history. Uh, yeah, why are we talking about this? Just a you little hate- leftover from the last, last week's conversation. <laughs> I just thought you would find it delightful to know. Okay. That our good friends, the Beatles, yeah. uh, have, have an important day I keep. I, I think it's funny that you canceled YouTube m- music because of me. <laughs> so I play. It really wasn't I go, because of hey, you. Google. Play the Beatles. And they're like, usually, okay, we're going to play it on YouTube. No, it's, okay, we'll play it on Pandora. Yeah, you're not going to mess my stuff up on Pandora. <laughs> I got to tell you, well, no, it's YouTube's fault. But uh, but I feel funny. you. I'm there with you. All right. All right, so all let, me, right. let me very quickly show you what we have oh, today. Oh, my goodness. You need to know because uh, we're not going to pick the same winner twice. This is the Wild West of giveaways. This is, if, if you think it's going to be fair, it it won't be. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be fair. We're just going to pick and move on. This is Mark cleaning out his shop. Yeah. So I want you to see what we have because if you want something special, you may not want to try to get everything because yeah. you may get something like a set of gloves when what you really wanted was a Lee Nielsen dovetail saw. Mm-hmm. Right? So keep that in mind. Uh, so we do have some, uh, what do you call it, firm grip gloves. Right? These are all really nice gloves. Thank you, firm grip, for sending those to us. I've got a card scraper set, the new mouse. Oh, 
Where's card the... scraper that we sell in our store. Uh, of course, I showed you the Lee Nielsen dovetail saw. This is dull. So you're going to win this, but you're going to need to go get it sharpened or sharpen it yourself. Where's the cutting board I have no idea. Uh, this is a woodpecker's marking gauge. Okay, this is one of the ones that I received to, uh, to show off to you guys. I just don't use it, so it needs a good home. Two woodpecker's things are in here. And uh, let me see, one of them I think is like the table saw gauge. Yep. And there's another thing. I believe it's the uh, corner roundover dealy whacker. Our good friends over at MLCS have the, the fantastic Rocky, um, Rocky something. <laughs> the Rocky router. Rocky. There's got to be, what is cordless. it? Cordless. Oh, wait, hold on. There's a label here. It's something Rocky. I yeah, thought it was like... Yeah, it's Rocky cordless. Yeah, Rocky. Hey, Adrian. Hey, Rocky. Hey, I'm going to run that over for you, Adrian. <laughs> um, we also have the uh, face mask breathing apparatus deal, uh, the power cap. This is great for turners or people mm -hmm. who don't like respirators. It, it gives you full protection over your whole noggin. It goes over your melon. And then I got a couple of old classic TWW giveaway things that we've you got You know, here. we still have a discount in the guild for the power cap, too. They, Do we? I think it's like a 10% <clears throat> discount on it. It's a great product. It's just, you know, I'm used to wearing my respirator. I don't really mm -hmm. wear them that often. And we're giving away, because I'd like to free up some room uh, near my desk, we're going to give away uh, one of the guitar pick cutting board templates. Oh, cool. So uh, I'll put a link when we give it away, I'll put okay. a link in the chat. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a word to type in the chat. It's going to be madness. It's going to be crazy. People will type that word, and Nicole will pick a winner from all the people who type that word. This way, if you want something, that's how you get in on it. If you're watching this live, you want to make sure you look at the playhead. Sometimes the DVR functionality means that maybe you got here a couple minutes make late. Sure you're live. You want to drag the cursor all the way to the right to make sure you are 100% live on the show. Don't be delayed because it's not going to help you here. Mm -hmm. Okay? So let's get started with a question, Nicole. A question. I'm making people wait. We have lots of questions. And we already <coughs> have Super Chats, too. Oh, good. <laughs> Are we calling those bribes today? <laughs> okay. Adam Ludwig says, I just wanted to give a shout-out. Not actually a question. This is a shout-out. Shout-out. To David Wiggins and Sama Eyewear. That's what these are. Sama. Nothing but the best for these eyeballs, Nicole. <laughs> I wear Samas. It's Sama or die. Yeah, okay. That's the hashtag I'm trying to say. I always go to the lingerie. You're uh, going to the wrong Soma. one because you spelled it with an O. Uh, he says, thank you to David Wiggins and Sama for helping out during these times. Due to the shortage of PPE at my hospital, I made a purchase from David with my own money to help out my department. All my employees were happy to not have, have to wear their N95 masks for a week at a time anymore. Oh, awesome. Thanks again to David and Sama Eyewear. And thank you, Mark and Nicole, for keeping me somewhat sane. So that oh. is awesome. David um, had announced this a while ago. Yeah. They, I guess, rejigged some, some mm -hmm. of their stuff to be able to make masks and things like that. It's just amazing. So nice yeah. job. If you are in, in need still and want me to put you in contact with David, you can email me, Nicole, at thewoodwhisperer.com, and I can put you in contact with him. Yeah, we'll hook you up. I tell you, that is one positive that has come out of this crazy situation mm -hmm. for all of the negatives is to see people sort of mobilizing mm -hmm. and rejigging their businesses mm -hmm. and helping each other out. It's a, a solidarity, solidarity mm -hmm. sort of thing. My whole quilting room turned into a mask making room. Yeah. yeah. Every night I'm, I'm, I'll am i be sitting in my office and I hear, because the quilting room is right under my office, <laughs> I hear... <laughs> It's like Nicole down there, <laughs> madly making masks. 
at nine o'clock at I night. I made 70 of them for Teacher Appreciation Week. And I was like, I got to get it done. It's so funny, though. It's like it, it really like there's no soundproofing yeah. going on. Yeah. It's just radiating. I was wondering if you because I was up till 2 a.m. that one morning or one night. Well, that you ever notice like when that happens, you'll just hear like thud. It's me, me picking up my weights that are in there <laughs> and dropping them on the floor. Sometimes I'll just start dancing. Oh no! Just to give you a little, uh, a jig. little treatment. <laughs> okay, let's do a giveaway. Uh, well, let me just say thank you to Naughty Burl Woodworks. He did a, a super chat and said for Ava to start a search party for Mario. Didn't? Was that what? from the video when she dressed up like Princess Peach? I don't know. I've yeah, been, probably. I've been playing dress up with saving. my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay. is loving Mario. Uh, games right now, mm -hmm. and she loves Princess Peach. So I actually found a cute little Princess Peach costume. Yeah, that was adorable. It's awesome. Thank you, Naughty Burl. Okay, so I'm going to give you the key word here. Oh, the key, key word, word is gloves. Gloves. Right. We're going to start off with gloves. Uh, this particular set is the what do they call this one? Gel Pro Hybrid. I mm. actually have a set of these. Very comfortable. These are large, by the way. Large. They sent them all in a size that I would wear. So these are all large. And then they got these uh, more traditional leather looking dealy whackers. This will be the set you get. Actually, I'm not going to promise that because it's going to yeah. be hard for you to keep track yeah, of which yeah, I set. I can't keep track. So here's all the different kinds that we have. You're going to get two sets of gloves. Yes. Okay. One more. I, and they're I, all size large. I meant to tell you, I used, they sent me some gardening gloves and I pulled out that dead bush. Yeah, oh, they the were vine wonderful. thingy. Before I did it, I cut my hand up and I was like, I should probably go get some gloves. Gloves, oh, yeah. gloves are helpful, Nicole. <laughs> they're quite helpful. We have gloves. Okay, you got. Uh, oh my gosh, we have gloves. A ton of people saying gloves. Uh, keep in mind, uh, US, because we're going to ship this free um, and it's just really expensive. Can, Can I it? pick a winner? I just saw yeah, somebody's yeah. name. Yeah. Look. There's going to be favoritism yeah. here, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. This is just the way it's going to go. Uh, I saw uh, James King yes, in the chat. In yeah. I'm going to give him a set of gloves. You know what? It's a simple thing, yeah. but there was some ding-dong on Facebook mm -hmm. last week, and uh, James came in, not exactly to my defense. I don't want to make it like he was like, oh, he, was, he, he helped me win an argument. <laughs> and I, I really appreciate when people do that. Yeah. Um, he was there to stand up for, for people who make a living doing what we do. So yeah. thank you, James. And uh, I'm going to give him, uh, let's see. I don't make, don't, 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 don't. Yeah, yeah, we're not making promises. Yeah, yeah. I just said that. I'll get, you a good, I'll get you a good set. James, you get a, a set of gloves. We've got two more of these to give away later. So All I'm right. put I'm, some on I'm the making side. my notes. <clears throat> James King Gloves. James, uh, shoot me an email, Nicole at thewoodwhisperer.com, uh, with your address. Um, this is how I'm keeping track of mm -hmm. all the winners, too. Because I'll, I'll reply to you and say, hey, I just shipped it out. Yeah. Okay, Corey Hastings has a question about uh, making a swing set slash fort. He's making that in his backyard, I guess. Wants to know wood recommendations. Chat room, what would you make this out of? That's a good question what for the it? chat room. Uh, he wants to make a swing set fort. I made my pergola from mm -hmm. Western Red Cedar. Yeah. It's inexpensive. It's fairly lightweight. It's got good rot resistance, uh, fairly easy to work with. Not the most dense stuff out there, but rot resistance is kind of the thing you want to focus on and cost, certainly, because you're going to need a lot of the stuff. would be expensive. Oh, woman. There have been a couple times where you've brought up teak for outdoor projects because I think it's, it's like your go-to. Like, I know that's an outdoor wood. <laughs> Teak for almost anything substantial is impractical, yeah, right? Know, it's just, it's too expensive. So maybe a small piece of furniture or something. Yeah. Uh, but I would say my go-to right now would be Western Red Cedar. My pergola has been holding up pretty well so far. 
Um, you know, I get a little bit uptight about using treated material for kids stuff like that. So I probably wouldn't go with like pressure treated, but some people would. Uh, so I don't know. Chat room, if you got suggestions for an outdoor structure like that. You want to make good kids a, a, a playground? Our backyard is the size of a postage stamp. And it's not just a postage stamp. It's a postage stamp on an angle. <laughs> There's a slope. I know. So the answer to that would be... No, the park already made a playset. Hey, I'm going to give uh, some gloves to Cliff. <coughs> how do you say? Bert? Bertrand? Uh, Baruder. Baruder. Cliff Baruder. I love your glove me tender comment. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to give you one. I'm going to give you some gloves too. So, there you go. Uh, send me an email, Nicole, at thewoodwhisperer.com. That's how I'm keeping track of it. N-I-C-O-L-E. Okay. All right. So the next giveaway, I'm going to do one of our own here. This is a uh, scraper set. The key word is going to be scraper. Scraper. We do sell these on our website at thewoodwhisperguild.com slash store. This is a two scraper set. You got a standard, you know, pretty, pretty common size scraper in there. I'm trying not to get light reflection here. And then the other one is our new mouse scraper, which has yeah, got a, a beautiful... Say, take it out of the package. That's what's I awesome. don't want to. I'm going to show one of mine. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's, it looks like this. All right. And that's called the mouse because, well, obvious it reasons. Looks like a mouse. It looks like a little mouse. Uh, great for, for seats and things like that, curved surfaces. Oh, okay. It's really nice. So these I are like on, uh, if, you, if you don't want to worry about the giveaway, you can actually find these in the <coughs> Guild store right now. Yep, the woodwhispergeguild.com slash store. And I'll put a link to the store. So this is, remember, the, the, keyword, the keyword is scraper. And scraper, you're, you're right, right, pick right, one right, right now. Oh, gosh. Uh, <coughs> let's see. Keep track of this stuff here. Are you going to talk about it? You already, you already talked about I'm it. I'm already done. I'm waiting for you to pick a winner, Nicole. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give it to Matt De Delzer. 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 Matt Delzer, you got this pack of two scrapers. Uh, email me at Nicole at thewhisper.com. Good stuff. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. So my good buddy Alex, also known as Araya Woodworks, he says, uh, newest good buddy here, maybe a gross question, but do your hands sweat a lot when using, <clears throat> excuse me, latex gloves while applying finish? Asking for a friend. Hmm. Not that much here in the summer, sometimes. In Arizona, absolutely. Uh, there would be times where I would finish doing something, and it's just a matter of heat. Uh, I would finish doing some kind of finishing thing, and I would take those gloves off, and it mm -hmm. was like, it was all wet and soggy. Real gross. But for me, it doesn't happen until we're talking about like temperatures in the 90s plus. Um, some people are just more prone to sweat in their hands uh, and gloves will make that happen uh, a lot faster, certainly. Um, I don't really sweat in my hands very much, but if the temperature gets to a certain breaking point, yeah, it's gross, dude. Um, so I don't know exactly where you live. You might have higher temperatures or maybe just a... Uh, have you ever put like baby powder or talcum powder on your hands? I think people who have that as an issue may consider yeah. that. That would yeah. certainly help uh, absorb some of that moisture, but... Mm -hmm. I see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that because then it's even worse. Then you get like that schmutz that, that happens when little. baby powder gets you know <laughs> yeah. wet, yeah. and it would be gross, and it would be all over your hands. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, man, it happens, but um, only only for me when it's really hot. Hot temperatures. Hot, 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 toddy. Hot, toddy. Okay, let's do uh, let's do this little thing. This little woodpecker's gauge, little marking oh. gauge. While we're think talking about woodpeckers, yeah, uh, Stumptown. I didn't put everything in the package, so I'll be sending out the rest. Oh, the little plane. The rest the profile of, plane. The rest of the, yeah. Yeah, she forgot the wall mount and the extra cutter. Yeah, so, so I'll send that to you. Those will be coming soon. 
So this is Woodpecker's recently uh, released. I don't know what's if this... The, what's the keyword? Oh, this one? Is it Pecker? Gauge. Oh. G-A-U-G-E. Yeah, don't Gage. listen to Gage. I know people are probably preemptively typing Pecker because <laughs> they know me too well. Yeah. I don't know if this is one that actually has been released already or what the status is as a one-time tool. So, um, you know, whatever. But it's a, it's a little a neat little marking gauge. It has a sharp point here, and I believe you can also take this off. And there is a pencil in here. So you could use the pencil line as well. Handy little gauge. I mean, really nice if you wear a shop apron. Drop this thing in your apron. Nice little setup. Classic woodpecker styling and engineering. Okay, I've delayed as much as I possibly can, Nicole. <laughs> it's a marking gauge, it, folks. Can, can you buy it on their website? Do you I know? don't know. That's why I said I don't oh, know the status of oh. of the product in their it's lineup. It's so right funny now. Uh, when when you say a bunch of people are saying pecker gauge, yeah, and YouTube's thinking that they're cussing, so mm-hmm. they're holding their comments. Yeah, so it's not counting. <laughs> well, we still see it. I still you see could it. Potentially yeah, yeah. Pick the winner. I, I, I would. Okay, I would. We're all, all right. waiting on you, Nicole. Oh, oh me. Do I have my mic on? My God. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Luther Woodworks. Yay, Luther Woodworks. Luther Woodworks. You won the gauge. This little beauty, little red gauge. It's so cute. Yeah. It's really so, nice. Fits nicely in the hand. Email me. A lot. A lot. Email me. Nicole at the Wood Whisper. Okay. Moving on with my questions here. Peter Villaluz. I got super chats that I need. need. Oh, oh, you want to hit a super chat? Let's do Peter and then a super chat. Okay. He says, I've been commissioned by the wife to make a welcome sign for the outside of the house that will lean on the wall next to the front door. Currently, I'm planning to use craft store wooden letters, either MDF or plywood, glued and then reinforced with screws onto a board of cypress. I'm planning on applying some Rubio Monocoat and then one to two coats of Minwax Polyurethane for added protection to the cypress. I understand that applying finish to areas where glue will also be applied is not recommended. Do you see any other way to tackle this problem without having to maneuver around the corners, excuse me, and crevices of the letters? Oh, well, you know, you could be strategic about it. You could lay your letters out, you know, kind of make some marks around them so that you know where they're going to, to, to lay out and then go back with some sandpaper and actually sand away the finish. You can get it back down to bare wood and this way when you apply an adhesive and I would recommend something like epoxy or polyurethane glue, something waterproof and something that doesn't necessarily need as much absorption for it to work, right? So use those glues and maybe strategically remove some of the finish and this way you get a little bit of bare wood in there when you put those letters down. Um, The funny thing about this, this brings back a memory. At our kids' uh, daycare, when they used to go to daycare, (laughs) They had that. So one of the people that worked there made these welcome signs. They took two probably cedar fence boards, right, mm-hmm. like four-inch mm-hmm. fence boards, put two of those together and grabbed these letters, and I think they just kind of tacked them in place with some little nails, uh, and they and it said welcome. It did not hold up well. So I had to actually take – I felt bad. I was like, look, I'm not going to charge you for this. Just give me the signs. Let me fix them for you. Yeah. And I went through that process. Well, even after I fixed them, the problem was they, they would fall. Right, so they would fall down and hit the concrete, and the letters were MDF. Um, it's it's something that's kind of difficult to maintain in a in a commercial setting because people are going in and out of the door. Maybe at your house it won't be so bad, but uh, it definitely broke my heart. Like a couple weeks later, you would see them, you're like, when I would see like a letter 
off to the side. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what is going on? What are you guys doing? Uh, it's not the easiest thing to, to keep Billy, in good condition. Billy McCord said, screw the letters on from behind. Yeah. yeah. So I would say glue and screws, certainly. You want, uh, you want to add that additional reinforcement. Um, and, and yeah, definitely try to remove some of the finish under the letters to see if you can't get that glue to, to hit the wood surface, the raw wood. Oh, but geez. definitely reinforce with screws. So here's my suggestion for the giveaways because sure. there there is, you know, there is a delay for people. I think we should tell people the keyword, what we're giving away, and then we do a question and then we pick a winner. So you want even more time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, so the next thing we're gonna give away. Let's do uh let's do something pretty big. Nicole. Oh jeez. Lee Nielsen, dovetail saw. Nobody's going to care what you're saying. <laughs> so I know they're all going to be busy typing. Uh, so this is a beautiful Lee Nielsen dovetail saw. The key word for this one, saw. S-A-W, saw. Uh, and just a reminder, this is used. This has been in my shop for maybe the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. um, 10 years plus. Wow. And it needs to be sharpened. Okay. Cremona came here. And started cutting some dovetails with this. Yeah. And he yelled at me. Why? Because he's like, this is garbage. It's just so dull. It, it's well, like, why didn't you sharpen it? Because I don't sharpen saws, Nicole. Oh, okay. There's, so there's a point in time you have on Wood Talk. with sharpening saws. Whenever on Wood Talk, whenever Shannon would talk about saw sharpening, yeah, yeah. I would immediately fall asleep. <laughs> so if you, are, if you have the file set that mm -hmm, you need to do mm -hmm. this and you know how to sharpen a saw, you're in good shape. You can also send this back to Lee Nielsen mm -hmm. to get it sharpened. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do if it yeah. was me. Yeah. All right, let's answer a question while uh, we're doing... Big Willie's Garage did a super chat at the beginning. Okay. Uh, if you had to choose TS-55 or TS-75, time to stimulate the economy. LOL. <laughs> it's the same argument or question you have to ask yourself between the two dominoes, right? Yeah. One is big, technically more versatile because it can do more things, like in the 75, can cut thicker material, but it's a bigger saw. So wielding that all the time. If you don't use it for that level of capacity all the time, the TS-55 is far more fun to use. Same thing with the smaller Domino, so much more fun to use. And if you don't use those higher you know, range of sizes, uh, it just becomes hard on the wrists. You just, it's, it's a lot to manage. So I would look at the thickness of the material you cut. If you often find yourself cutting material that the 75's capacity would be necessary for, then go for the TS-75, you'll be happy with it. If you do mostly a sheet of plywood or maybe nothing thicker than eight quarter solid stock, <clears throat> go with the TS-55, your wrists will thank you. Hmm. You wanna pick one now? I feel bad because I do have a super chat, somebody did it. Greg, I can't do that. Yeah, if you, I can't. I don't want to set a precedent. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. But definitely do not put your giveaway entries into a super chat. Oh, we I, cannot give I someone. Feel, I feel bad. We can't let someone win for giving us a few bucks. Yeah, that would be very. I would feel terrible. Icky. But icky. thank you. I'm just scrolling through, <laughs> scrolling through. All right, pick are a you, winner, Nicole. Are you done with your response? Okay. Yeah, I've been done. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give to Matt Van Overloop. Okay. Matt Van Overloop. I know that name. You get a saw. Look at you. Well used. Well, well used. And here's the thing about this saw. Used by me, also touched by Matt Cr uh, Cremona because he was uh, using it on his last project here. Give so, it a kiss. Yeah, I, other people probably touched this thing. Go ahead and give thing. it a kiss. Just well, no, Matt. Matt touched it. I'm not going to kiss it now. <laughs> Come on. I like the guy, but I don't know what he does with his hands. Uh, got another super chat here from Triple J Custom Jose. Good morning, Spags. Question, what is the model number you used on your raised cabinet doors? What? 
talking about in my house? I don't know. I don't have raised cabinet doors in the shop, so he's got to be talking about the house. Raised cabinet doors? Nope. It's not raised? Nope. No? Um, well, the model number I used on that was uh, I, I bought a house, <laughs> and it had cabinets in it. Yeah. I didn't make the cabinets in our house, hmm. so I'm not sure what you're talking about. Um, hmm. Clarify, yeah. but regardless, any of the raised panel doors that are in the house, not something I made. So I, I can't give you a, a part number. You used on your raised cabinet doors. You don't have any cab raised cabinet doors in the shop? No, I, I, I just said that, Nicole. I know, but that's recessed, right? That's just the frame and panel. Frame and panel. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, Luke Kearns says, I hope you're well and healthy. Question for Mark. Do you remember your first project that you finished that answered that internal question, can I do this for a living? And then second part of the question, how'd you go about marketing your skills? I think the first one was the probably the job that I did for um, your mom's Chris. house. Your mom's house. He wants to know. Oh, oh I don't know, I was man. In Arizona. Gosh, that's probably an old video it too, is a video. really old video. Mm -hmm. Unless it's in the video or in the write-up. I'll, I'll look. It doesn't matter though. I can't if it's not in the write-up. I, I gonna, can't tell you. I was going to look in the write-up. Well, I'm sure he he can look that, it up too. That was for. I'll look it up for him. Uh, the. Yeah, laundry doors. The laundry doors, the, the hickory doors. <laughs> she bugged you about those for a long time. But my mom bugged me about something? <laughs> Repeatedly? No. Okay. So I think the first one was when I made a set of mission-style furniture for uh, this uh, a co-worker of mine uh, back in Temecula. Mm -hmm. um, he liked the, the project. He was willing to let someone who was new uh, learn while he's paying for the materials and maybe a little bit of labor. I didn't make a lot of money on it, but it was something that that relationship of being able to, you know, have money change hands for the responsibility of building something for someone uh, gave me that first hint that like, whoa, okay, if people think this is good enough to pay for, maybe I can actually do this. Uh, so it was definitely that job. How did I go about marketing my skills? I mean, at the time, maybe things are different today, but at the time it was all about the portfolio. So I would try mm -hmm. to make enough things, even if they were just to give away to friends and family. Remember we had that, I had that binder and we gave it to a friend and she never gave it back. I don't remember that. <laughs> I do. So, I mean, I had photos of everything. I mean, it was just a matter of building up a portfolio uh, because when people see a, a picture of a nice piece of furniture, the skills are implied in that. They don't necessarily care how you did it. They just care what the final thing looks like, right? Um, so that was pretty much how I did it. I let, I let my work kind of speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to give another introduction to a giveaway here. Let's let's do the. Um... Bill said that the raised panel door episode was how he, how he found you. Really? I, I just looked it up, and I think it's hilarious that the first line in the post is, uh, "After months of being harassed by my mother." <laughs> <laughs> it's all there's a theme. There's a theme when it comes to mom. Mom's here, by the way. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yep, she does. Wow, October 11, 2007. That was. Pre-kids, man. Holy smokes. Woo. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So what are we going to do next? Let's do um, let's do the Rocky. Oh, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, rookie. Adrian, let me do that. Let me do that round over. <laughs> okay. So this is the uh, cordless battery-powered MLCS laminate trimmer portable tiny router thing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a great little unit. Comes with two batteries, charger. Uh, it's got a little... Um, edge guide that hey, goes with it. It's the Rocky CL cordless. In fact, Rocky. if you go to if you go to MLCS's uh, website, it's the it's right there on the front page. Hey Rocky, hey Rocky, watch me pull a router out of my hat. All right, so 
This is actually a really nice little router, and it's a nice kit. We're going to put it all in a box, and we're going to send it to you. And it'll be your problem. <clears throat>、uh, the the key word for this one, MLCS. Yeah, there you go. MLCS. Our good friends at MLCS. Okay. Oh, 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 there it is. Yep, MLCS. Those are those are the peoples. We've been working with them for so long. Well, we worked with Eagle America before、mm-hmm. they were the same company,、yep. and before they had a change of ownership. So we, yeah, we go back. We go back a ways. We go back. Okay, Karen has a Everybody's question. Everybody's doing Rocky. You got to follow. Do、your... not try to predict what I'm going to say. You're just going to waste your finger strokes. <laughs> the key word is MLCS. MLCS. Some, did someone just say I must break you? <laughs> yes. I must break you. <laughs> All right. If he dies. <laughs> Uh, Judy Judy Grass、uh, did a super chat. Said, she said, "Bribing the spags." <laughs> I really should have made the keyword、uh, a, a Rocky quote. Yeah. That oh,、great. that would have been funny. <coughs>、uh, I got another. Qu- you want to do another question? I got a question from Karen. Hey, Karen. Karen, I got your comment on the Patreon. It doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. She she said gloves on the Patreon post. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not going to help you. Okay, so Karen's making a child's bench at a cherry. The wood has some dark streaks running through it that are mostly go with the grain. When looking closely, they appear to be strands of tiny holes. After doing some research, I think they are pitch pocket cracks. That sounds right to me.、Uh, if so, is there a concern about the wood splitting at some point? Should I do something to reinforce the area? Maybe fill with CA glue? You know, I don't really think too much about those. Sometimes, if you get a good series of boards and it's you know consistent throughout, it can look really good. It's an interesting pattern to see. I haven't seen much in the way of like. Soft, punky wood in those areas.、Uh, if you go to it and you can put your fingernail through it and it feels softer than the wood around it, then certainly you might want to consider kind of bathing it in CA glue and then sanding the surface smooth just to kind of toughen it up.、Um, but generally speaking, I don't think that those pitch pockets and streaks are known to be unstable. Someone, if you know more about this than I do in the chat room, correct me if I'm wrong.、Um, but I've never treated that wood any different. I just kind of let it be what it is. Once you put some finish on there, it will absorb that finish and act like just about any other part of the board. So I personally wouldn't worry about it too much. But if it if it does seem like they are softer, those areas are softer. Hit it with a little CA glue. I think that would be a, a pretty good way to do it. Like、um, spalted wood, a lot of times you could use CA to sort of firm up those fibers because it is softer there. So I just don't know if that's a concern for you here. And also keep in mind CA glue. You start to put CA thin CA on the surface. And letting that soak in, you could have subsequent finishing issues、uh, just because there might be uneven absorption of the finish. So keep、cool. that in mind. All right, do we have a winner? I、Nicole? picked a winner. Hey, Rocky.、Uh, only because I like his name. Adrian. Look, you see what I did with my lips? I did. Adrian.、Uh, Patrick Fitz- <laughs> Fitzpatrick. I've been following Sylvester Stallone、yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Oh my god. Let me tell you, I follow him and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And these are two dudes that are amazing. I'm on TikTok. I'm on TikTok.、Right. He is on TikTok. Ah,、uh, sort of. I'm on TikTok. I don't post anything, but he posts. Okay.、Uh, Patrick Fitzpatrick, I like your name. I saw you posted it. Okay. So that's a lot of Patricks. You, you won the MLCS.、Uh, email me, Nicole. We should have clarified at the beginning. Someone is asking if Canadians are eligible. I said no. I said at the beginning, I'm only shipping U.S. Ah,、uh, I didn't hear that. Okay, well then, now you know. Clean out your ear holes. I did last night, and there was some funk in there. Let、oh、me tell、God. you that. I cut Mateo's hair last night in the shop, and it's all over the.、Floor. His hair, the fuzz is all over the place. It turned out pretty good. It, yeah, you did. Look, the thing、job. is, I come from a long line, one generation、yeah. of 
of hair cutters. <laughs> one, my, one. my dad was a barber. Yeah. Is bar- I mean, he could still cut hair. Um, and and, and it, I think it's in my blood, Nicole. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty good at this stuff. Uh, David Hernandez, <coughs> you just asked me, where do we buy the clock? Amazon. If you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the wood whisperer, it's under Friday Live. The clock is right there. Okay. Tim says, uh, I thought Mark said to leave TikTok to the kids. I did, but then they offered me money and suddenly my perspective completely changed. (laughs) Right? I was like, what is this new platform? Maybe we should kick all the kids off of here. Yeah. They didn't follow through with that. They didn't follow through. So what I'll tell you what happened. TikTok is um, trying to broaden their scope. So, because they realize that these videos of animals talking and people doing stupid stunts <laughs> is only going to last so long. Penny is your favorite. <clears throat> oh, that dog is amazing. <laughs> so, because of that, they are starting to push more DIY content, mm-hmm. and they are paying people to make posts and tutorials for that. So, I got on the phone. We had a long talk. I don't know. It still might. You know, go the kids through. are out of school, and they're like, "How do we get these kids to go to school?" Well, let's go on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, let's teach them how to bake a cake on TikTok. Uh, but no, seriously. So I was in in talks with them about doing something. So because I knew this was coming, I got on TikTok and just started to post a couple videos to get a feel for the platform. Um, at this point, they haven't <laughs> haven't called me back because no. they go. They said, uh, "Can you do a test video?" And I'm like, "Kind of busy." <laughs> Because I'm a jerk. Uh, I'm like, I'm kind of busy. And I haven't heard back from them. Yeah, so yeah. Anyway. They're like, yeah. my, my My very short-lived TikTok career, <laughs> I think, has already but I, ended. But I think, because <laughs> I've been on TikTok longer than you. And sure. Like, understanding it is, is good. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot of woodworkers on TikTok. Yeah, there's actually quite a few. Um, there are, like, Instagram mm-hmm. people who kind of moved or are, are duplicating content over there. Some of it's original. I mean, it's kind of neat. Yeah. But, you know, still, it's a platform that's difficult to wrap, <laughs> Aaron, to wrap your damn head around. Out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, okay, right. next thing we're going to give away, and then we'll do a question. Let's do a question. Can I do these together, Nicole? Um, yeah, of course. I didn't realize you were giving those away. Yeah, this is just stuff yeah. that's been sitting in the shop. Okay. Okay, so this is the Green and Green Mirror Frame, which is now a guild project. We used to make a DVD... And that's what's in my hand now. It's actually a DVD. And, uh, that what? stands for Digital Video Disc. Yeah. I will give the digital version of that project, too, to the person who Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And that's why they have access to it. Yeah. And then also this plastic cup thingy. I think it's called a tumbler. It is. Why is it called a tumbler? I don't know, but you used to call it an adult sippy cup. It's an adult sippy cup. That's exactly what it is. So if you want to look like a man child. Shut up. Or a woman child. I love child, those things. Those are great. <laughs> drinking out of your plastic sippy cup. Uh... Say sippy cup in the chat room. Oh, Jesus. If you say sippy cup, you'll be in for the running on a little bit of uh, Wood Whisper swag. Sippy cup, remember, <sighs> sippy cup. I'm going to do another question here on my list. What's a DVD? <laughs> I, I explained it. It's a yeah. digital video disc. Oh, there you go. Okay, Plain Mark says... Oh, I got like one person wanting Nobody this. wants it. <laughs> we don't even want it. We're trying to give it We're away. We're trying to give it away. Plain Mark says, my daughter is heading to college in the fall and I'm working on a bed cubby that goes behind the headboard. Since I won't be able to carry the assembled unit, I need to use knockdown hardware. I know you have used Festool connector system in the past, uh, but I don't want to invest that much into one item. I was considering using bolt and cross dowel capture nuts. I use them in my Rubo, but it seems difficult to get the holes for the cross dowel in the perfect location. Do you have any other suggestions? Actually, not really. I think when you're talking about knockdown hardware, 
the sort of cam bolt system, if you've ever put furniture together from Ikea or you know Walmart, that type of furniture, those little cam system things, I don't like them. I've used them on a couple small things before and they don't hold up very well. So I love the idea of cross dowel, bolts, barrel nuts, things like that. Uh, if it can be used to hold a Rubo workbench together, it can sure as heck be used for smaller, uh, you know, um, things that aren't going to be beat up quite as much for those applications. It's a lot less expensive than the whole Festool um, connector system. So I think you're on the right track. I think you should just practice a little bit more to get those things to line up. Um, you could use aids in drilling so that you can drill nice and straight. You can oversize the holes. So if you've got barrel nuts, for instance, you can make the hole a little bit larger and that gives you a little bit of room to kind of twist it, move it so that if your bolt comes in slightly askew, you should still be able to, to hit it home. All right. So I, I think you're on the right track, but I think you need to just get a little bit better at doing that because that's going to be so strong and very inexpensive compared to other options out there. Okay. I'm going to give the Gill Project and Sippy Cup. <laughs> Sippy Cup! To Charles G. Charles G. There you go, Charles. Uh, if Don't you're say not already, never gave you anything. If you're not already a Guild member, you are now. There you go. All right. Email me, Nicole at the Wood Whisper, and I'll an, get you set up. I'll do another question real quick. Mike McMahon says, just finished my Morris chair, working on getting it professionally upholstered. Anything you would have done differently on yours for the upholstery now that you have had it for several years? Yes, absolutely. I have sat in that thing a number of times and thought to myself, this would be so much more fun with a big, fluffy, oversized leather cushion. Uh, the one that we have on there, it's a little bit too narrow. It's a little bit too firm. And the, the sort of soft fabric, I'm much more... Uh, look, here's a little personal thing. I'm more of a leather guy, you know, you know what I'm talking about, Nicole? Mm, sure. You feel me? Uh, and especially in a chair, I really prefer leather. So I think ha that chair would be so much more comfortable if it had kind of an overstuffed leather seat on it and also the back. So that's what I would do. And in fact, one of these days, I'm probably going to take the measurements, find a local shop that can just do a nice leather stuffed cushion for me and uh, replace the one that's on there. I, I definitely think that would make me a lot happier with that chair. I also gave Cody <coughs> Schultz a, a, a sippy cup because I have a stash yep. of si sippy cups. They're all in my office. <laughs> so I'm going to send, he said he wants one for his wife and I said, you're a good man. I'm going to send you one. Okay. Well, ladies love the sippy cups. <laughs> I love them. What are you going to do? Okay, let's pick another thing to give away. We're going to do another set of gloves. This is the final one. Okay. Ah, the final gloves. Um, so let's do... We're going to say... I should have just picked them all from the initial well, one. Well, I'll do a different word now. Oh, okay. This is going to be firm grip. Firm grip. That is your key word to win a set of gloves. I have a few super chats. And you could probably, if you wanted to, I don't know if you want to, you could probably pick a couple extra people. I still have more gloves over oh, there. Okay. I just didn't want to make this whole thing about gloves. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's okay. all about firm grip. Uh, firm grip. So sold exclusively at Home Depot. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Tom Less. Um, Lisa, Lisa, Lurf, Le Le Cerf? Le Cerf. Uh So is Canadian? Uh, if it's Canadian, is it still a bribe? <laughs> yeah. If you if you hand it over it's and you old. go, you go. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> thank you. Here's ten dollars. Um, sorry. <laughs> we'll take uh, pity on you. Robert Price, thank you for the super chat. Definitely not a bribe. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Say no more. Okay. <laughs> Do another question. Okay. Jeff Barry says. Uh, he's been watching every week since we started. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. He's got limited space thinking about getting a um, Festool MFT and a Festool track saw to serve as a table saw substitute. Would that serve the purpose? 
I think it will. And I know people who do operate solely around a Festool MFT for all of their needs. Where I personally find the MFT becomes a little bit tedious is in solid wood. Because a lot of times solid wood, we're doing ripping operations, you're doing repeated cuts, things that the, the table saw really excels at. Um, and you know, joinery is another thing. If you like to cut you know, box joints at the table saw, um, you know, rabbits, there's a lot of things that are a lot easier to do on the table saw. When you get over to the MFT, now you have to have a lot of accessories or a lot of jigs and things to make something as simple as repeated cuts. You know, um, let's say you're just, you got a wide board and you want to rip a couple two inch strips out of it and it's like a six foot long board. It becomes a little bit harder to do when you have a Festool MFT track and then um, you know the, the track saws. So it can be done, but you're going to have to do a lot of outside of the box kind of thinking. If you do mostly plywood projects, you're golden, right? That's what that thing excels at. Um, but everything else with solid wood and just building fine furniture, yes, it can be done. No, I would not want to do it myself, but it can be done. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to pick two winners for the gloves. Uh, the first winner is going to be Russ Farmer. I'm going to send you some gloves, Russ. And the second winner will be uh, Gage Pine. Gage Pine. Yes. That's, a, that's an interesting name, Gage Pine. I think I think Pine I follow is, that dude on uh, Instagram. Pine is fine. Is that the uh, drummer? I Say, I think that's the guy that plays the drums on Instagram. I got a memory. That's like a steel trap, Nicole. No, you don't. Trust me, I bet you he's going to say, you watch. Email me, Nicole, at thewoodwhisperer.com, and I will send you some gloves. You know what's funny? I kind of answered this question at the beginning of the show and didn't intend on that. Mike Davies says, I'm trying to focus on the positive these days, so I'm wondering what positives you see coming out of this whole pandemic thing. I see a few, and I'd like to hear other people's. Well, we talked about it. Um, People helping other people. <laughs> Gage says, do you follow me? I thought so. You, there's, see, he is the drummer. I'm telling you, I got a memory for these things. Sometimes there are things that I should remember. Yeah. Just doesn't sink in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But attaching, like if I see someone playing the drums and mm -hmm. then I see their screen name, mm -hmm. I might lock that in. So, he has a very unique name. Yeah. Now he does like a drum demo videos where he's playing along with the song. Well, there you go. You know, stuff that I used to do, but I was there was no internet, yeah. so I never uploaded it anywhere. But I was like, <laughs> I'm awesome. Watch me with my little camcorder. Oh, uh, Kenneth, your name's not too, your name isn't boring to win. Okay. Um, and then, so what, what were we just talking about? Uh, uh, people helping people. People helping people. I think that's the most, the, the coolest thing that I've yeah. seen come out of this. Mm -hmm. uh, when, when the system isn't able to handle things, that people take it into their own hands. Mm -hmm. Nicole, for instance, making caps and uh, masks for people is just an interesting thing to watch and, and kind of it made me feel good that like yeah. there are still good people in the world as much as we hear bad your stuff. Your wife is so awesome. Yeah, that's, that's certainly it too. <laughs> but like we always hear bad stories. Everything yeah. is about the negative sensational stories. Sure. But there are still good people and no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, there are times where we as like human beings need to just shut up and get things done, yeah. you know? And that, that seems like that happened to a degree. I, uh, I am one of, I, I'm not much for talking, I'm a doer. So I have this little network of bombs in the neighborhood and like mm -hmm. we came together and it was like, I would hear from one, she's like, oh, I need this for uh, my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And I would be yeah. out, so I would just do it, you know? I'm like, I left it on your doorstep or I made extra zucchini bread and I left it on your doorstep. Right. What are you laughing about? Robert Bryce 
the human fund, people helping people. If I'm not mistaken, that is a Seinfeld reference, and it just made me giggle. So <clears throat> I think it was something that George had to set up, like a mm. fake charity yeah. called the Human Fund. Uh. And I think it was, wasn't it the episode where he had to give gifts away? Like, I, I don't know. Instead of buying someone a gift, you say, I donated money. Oh, yeah. And he handed cards out where he donated money to the Human Fund. Oh, God. <laughs> and it wasn't a real charity. All right, good stuff. Sarah is so true. Uh, <laughs> she said, unless you're still working, then there's no in sho uh, increased shop time. Uh, we had this very conversation on in the Guild group. Yeah, there was a good Alex, conversation about that. Uh, brought it up. It's and like, I Kind of totally, jealous of all the shop time people I are getting. Oh, And that's, I'm jealous of all the TV people are watching. Yeah. Catching like, up on my Netflix. I'm like, <laughs> last uh, night was the first night I allowed myself to just sit and relax yeah. and watch a show with you. It's been months yeah, we since haven't we've done, done that. In a while. Yep. Months. Well, we usually get the kids down, and it's like every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever you need to do to get through the rest of the night oh and get to bed. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Let's do. We wa we're watching. By the way, I introduced him to what we do in the shadows on Hulu right now. I love that show, and we watched the first episode of Devs, which was just weird weird yeah weird show definitely weird uh what's his name is in it woodworker guy uh, nick offerman nick offerman is yeah, in it he's a woodworker guy yeah he's good i yeah. like i like him he's a fine actor Nicole. he is a very fine actor okay. i wish i wish he was my friend he could be you know we almost had a chance to interview him on wood talk uh, you yeah i know uh, like one of his people contacted yeah. us and i was like you're like i'm nervous kind of nervous about interviewing him like i'd love to do it but i'd also think i'd do a terrible job so yeah. um i'm gonna take a pass on that right <laughs> didn't seize the opportunity okay so we got a couple more big things here let's move through the rest of the show let's open the briefcase and see what's in it nicole oh what's in I it? i hope it's not a bomb stop it well, sometimes you see a black briefcase. If movies taught me anything, yeah. taught me that there's a bomb in there. This is uh, the table saw setup gauge from Woodpeckers. So you got a little dial indicator on there and a clearly uh, perfectly cut piece of foam because it's hard to get this thing out. So the idea is this goes into your miter slot and there are two pins here. So no matter what size your miter slot is, these little pins will go down in there or something like that. It's a system where you, you have this thing centered in the miter slot based on these round pins. So go look at the video. It'll show you how to do it, but it's actually kind of ingenious. Uh, and this is something you could use on the miter slot to check the alignment of your fence, to check the alignment of your saw blade. Uh, this was sent to us to promote, and I did, and then I never used it. So this wow. is actually brand new. Ooh. Uh, I mean, you can see it's still in the plastic. Very high quality woodpecker stuff. We're going to call this one... <clears throat> Um, so just say, uh, these are two words we've already used. This is uh, dial. Call it dial. Looking for a simple D -I -A -L? word. D-I-A-L? D-I-A-L. Dial. Dial. So, so say dial in the chat. You'll have a chance to win that woodpecker saw gauge. Dial. D-I-A-L. Uh, <laughs> Charles McBride made me feel good. He said, please do a zucchini bread giveaway. <laughs> I don't think it would, like, I would totally make you some zucchini bread, but I don't think it would be very good when it got to you. Nope. We put some in the garden. Maybe yeah. we'll have plenty of zucchini bread pretty soon. Zucchini. I'll give you my recipe. There you go. It's my, it's my grandmother's recipe. Okay. Tony Tang. I'm thinking about building, or I'm sorry, thinking about adding a one micron canister filter to my dust collector, which only has a 30 micron bag right now, or getting a Powermatic PM1250 air filter. Which option do you think would be better for dust collection? Please don't say both, Mark. My wallet already hates you. 
I would say anything you can do to collect more effectively at the source mm -hmm. is a good thing. So these air cleaners that hang from the ceiling, or I've got one on the floor here, they're great, but they're for capturing air or uh, dust that you missed, right? You missed by some other means. So I think focusing on the core dust collection, improving that is always the better thing because it just means that less of the stuff is in the air in the first place. So I would say upgrading from the 30 micron bag to a you know finer filter is probably a better initial first step than relying on that 1250 to get all of the stuff that escaped the filter out of the air in the first place. So I would say invest in the core dust collection, collect at the source as well as you can, and then anything that escapes, you add that air cleaner. The air cleaner to me is always the, the cherry on top of the sundae, even though I don't, I, I don't like cherry take that on off. Sundays. I like cherry That's the pie. thing you go. I do not like cherries on anything else other than in pie. So, you know, I was reading something. You guys tell me if this is true. That the way that they treat the, what are they called, maraschino cherries? Mm. They're so, it's like the process of creating them is nasty. I bet you it is. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. It's nasty. I, All I think is the... I could be wrong, but I thought I read scene, that somewhere. The scene in uh, Big was like... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, anyway, you always add that air filter. I think that's the last thing you add. I think the first thing you do, mask respirator. Mm -hmm. Second thing you do, good quality dust collector. Third thing you do, something to capture the dust that escaped otherwise, uh, you know, other types of collection systems. Mm. Okay, so are we ready? Uh, I want to say <coughs> thank you to uh, Russell, uh, Russ Farmer. He did a super chat. He says, yep. if I get the coffee mug, uh, this is not a bribe, just a payment. Uh, he got. He actually got gloves. I didn't see a super chat until now. Oh, so, that's funny. Russ, you got gloves. Guess what? I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna put one of those sippy cups in there for you too. I like all the super chats that say "not a bribe, not a bribe, not a bribe." <laughs> you guys are great at not bribing us. I love it. All right. Do you have a winner? Uh, let's see here. I'm going to select. Hmm. Benjamin. There's probably some Benjamins in this chat going, is it me? Uh, D-Her. D-Her. Dreher. Dreher. D-Her. I'm, I'm, and I'm only guessing. I'm not saying it Benjamin. Like it Benjamin. Sounds a, a reasonable way to say your name. Benjamin. Benjamin Dreher? Benjamin Dreher. Or Dreher. Dreher. Dr. Dre. <laughs> Ring, ding, dong. You won. Email me. Nicole at the Sweet. Wood Whisperer. Benjamin. Okay, I'm going to do another question here. Shane Myers wants to know, what are your thoughts about Andrew Klein's new twin turbo vice swivel mount? Do you think that it would be a useful addition or do you think the added swivel would be more of a hindrance when you don't want it to move? <laughs> I'm considering adding a vice to my Rubo in addition to the Benchcrafted hardware. You know, I got to be honest, Shane, I don't know. I haven't seen much about the swivel. I've, I've seen maybe a couple of Instagram posts about it, uh, but I haven't seen the actual use cases. So watch Andy's stuff and if that looks useful to you, I don't, you know, Andy doesn't design something that's going to make it work less good. <laughs> like if he adds a feature, it's not going to cause other problems knowing, you know, the way Andy's mind works. So if you look at the use cases for how that vice works and you think that's useful for the type of stuff you do, then I say go for it. I don't know anything about it though because I haven't seen a demo of how it's used. Um, and I can tell you just, you know, from stuff that I do here, I don't have vices that do any kind of pivoting. And I don't think I've ever had a situation where I go, I wish it would pivot. So mm -hmm. there, there might be a use case that I'm not thinking of. So I think uh, Robert Price, he did a super chat and he said it's digital versatile disc. Is it? 
That's what he said. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Let's look it up right now. What? The age old, I'm right, I'm you're gonna wrong. Google, I'm going to Google it? <laughs> I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Could be right. What do I know? It says, Wikipedia says, abbreviation for digital versatile disc or digital video disc. Oh. Either or. So you're both right. According oh, to the Wikipedia wonderful. article, I'm we're so both happy. right. We you both win a no prize today. <laughs> Jeremy Long says, hi, Mark. I just decided to try some aniline. Is that right? Aniline? Dyes? Aniline. Aniline dyes. Any tips? Aniline dyes. Do we have oh, a, gosh. A, don't we have a dye, like, video? Yeah. but the, I You think... and dye was the, the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the... <laughs> Puns. Oh, I just never so stop, Nicole. Uh, you know, I haven't used dyes in a while. Most of the time when I use a dye, I use General Finishes dyes because they're already pre-mixed. Um, they just work really well and they don't really reactivate. So there's a little bit of finish in the dye mixture so that once you put it on the surface, if you hit it with a little water afterwards, you don't get as much of that dye kind of reactivating and pulling up into your, you know, if you're wiping on a finish, it won't wipe up as much of it. So that type of dye, you know, is so easy to use and versatile. I haven't really mixed my own, and that sounds like what you're probably doing is maybe making some from dye powder or maybe a concentrated liquid. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, off the top of my head, no, but there's so much information out there in traditional wood finishing about aniline dyes. Mm -hmm. Do a little Googling, you'll find something. The dye video that I'm referencing, uh, 2011 mark, will take you through <laughs> the general finishes dyes. Through the soul patch journey. <laughs> Hop, hang on to my soul patch, kids. God. I'm going to take you on a journey. <laughs> Come aboard. Come aboard on the soul patch train. Okay. Uh, Judith Grass says, I was given a pair of rocking chairs about five years ago. They've lived in my front porch ever since. They are white oak and in very good shape overall, but you probably would expect, or as you would expect, the film finish is now flaking off and looks terrible. <laughs> Finishing is not something I'm confident in. I would like to just sand it off and apply something easier to maintain. My questions are, what grit would I start with, end with, finish? I'm thinking of some type of wipe on oil, teak or Danish oil. Do you have a recommendation that would look nice on the white oak? Okay, so I would probably start with a scraper. If this finish is flaking, you don't want to turn it all to dust, right? This is an extra long episode. Yeah, it it's is. already 30. Oh, geez. Yeah. Might not do an after show today. Oh, I don't know if my, my yeah, voice can handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, keep on going. Keep so going. I would start with the scraper first. Get as much of the finish off as you can by scraping it. It'll just be cleaner, easier. You'll get down further, faster. Uh, and at that point, you want to treat it like it's a new project and sand it with the, the grit that you would normally sand to, whatever that is. So maybe like 150, 180. If you're going with a simple oil finish, you know, some people like to go higher than that. If you're going with one of the hard wax oils, something like, um, I just used Osmo on an outdoor project. I love that stuff. Um, but they want you to use a lower grit. They want you to be more at 150 with that stuff. So, uh, you know, depending on the finish you use, that'll change the grit that you go to. I would probably sand to about 180, call it done. Once it looks nice and clean, hit it with your finish. Uh, Watco Teak Oil is a great option. There's some UV inhibitors in there. That's going to be something you'll probably want to apply on a yearly basis. Um, and again, the hard wax oil finishes, something like Osmo's One Coat, and they also have Osmo, the product names are goofy. Uh, it's an Osmo UV clear coat, basically. Uh, you can also apply that, and it's got some UV inhibitors. Uh, I think the best thing to do is go with something that has a little bit of pigment in it. That's going to be the most effective, uh, because the pigment is like a large <laughs> color particle that actually is going to block the UV rays. 
If you don't have those in there, it's usually a little less effective at blocking UV. So I, I do like getting stuff with pigment. I just finished the big green egg table, which was made out of Sapelli. So when I bought the Osmo, the pigment I chose was their mahogany color. So the funny thing was even though it had pigment in there, the finished color was pretty darn close to the color of Sapelli when it gets hit with clear finish. So if you pick the right color, it may not actually change things very much, but it can add a lot more protection. Hey, uh, Ben Ackenberg is in the chat room, and I just wanted to say congratulations to him and Beth. Big congratulations. Baby announcement. Baby. We love babies. So congratulations yes. to you and your wife, and Ben. He, he has a, a super chat, too, so I'm going to bump him up to the top since it's right in front of me. Okay. When you use Osmo versus Rubio, or vice versa, does one have a better application in certain cases than other? Love. Uh... I think mostly, Ben, I think they're comparable in terms of like, what does the finish do? How much protection does it get? How easy is it to reapply? Like all of those things are kind of in the same ballpark. The main difference that I could tell you between Osmo and Rubio, Osmo is not a zero VOC product, right? So it is something that's got a little bit more stuff in it. The end result of Osmo is something that if you apply it thick enough, it can look like a film finish. You can apply enough that it looks like you put a film finish on there. You can't really do that with Rubio, right? So for me, that's kind of the difference. If I want something that actually... He said, I meant instead, not versus. Do what now? In he said, I meant instead. How does that change the interpretation? Osmo instead of Rubio. Yeah, okay. I'm answering the same question. Okay. So... There are times, like for instance, uh, I have Osmo on my coffee table, right? That's a thing that Ava just abuses. So oh like God. food, uh, Play-Doh, markers, like there's so much stuff on there that I really think Osmo has potential to be more protective. But you are also bringing more stuff with it. it again, it's not a zero VOC product. Um, it, you know, Rubio is zero VOC. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. If I want a little bit more protection and the appearance of a film, I could go to Osmo. Keep in mind, though, Osmo can also be applied very, very lightly, and you can kind of get that same natural raw wood look that you might get with Rubio. You can get that with Osmo, too. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to mention, I saw a post Ben put up. Um, they were looking at their new baby, and like, this is so weird. And I totally felt that when we got Mateo home. We're like, they're just going to give us this baby? Yeah, <laughs> like, do they know how irresponsible we are? Like, they're just going to give it to us? This doesn't seem like... This well, should be the process. I'll tell you what, though, the good and bad, <laughs> the good and bad of the NICU experience yeah. was that we had training wheels. They were in the NICU, too. Right? Yeah. So our, our baby was in the NICU for yeah. a, a good month, and it was time for us to get used to the idea that we have a I child. I still didn't have, I'm still not used to the idea. But I would say the people who have a normal, you know, a normal birth, healthy baby goes home like that yeah. day or the next day, yeah, yeah. that's got to be like, what? What just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're home with this baby. Like, we yeah. got to warm up a little bit before yeah. we did that. So bad. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations. It, that feeling probably won't wear off for a while. And I think he said that the baby's name is Sawyer. I think so. Which is a very look. appropriate name yep. for lost fans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> for woodworkers. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> All okay, right. I got another thing to give away, oh, Nicole. You give it away, and I'll, I'll. Give it away, give it away. Give it away now. We need some red hot chili peppers up in here. All right. Another woodpecker. Here's another thing I didn't use. I was given but never used it. This is Woodpecker's Corner Jig. Ooh. The deluxe set. Look at all that red aluminum. Ooh, look at that. It's so jig. It's basically, just to give you the gist of this thing, we're going to call this corner. Yeah. Corner is the key word corner to win this. C-O-R-N-E-R. -E so if you corner. say corner, you'll be entered. So you have these little things that you adapt on here. 
This basically is a router jig, essentially. And you put this over the end of your board. Your board sits in here at a right angle. And you could put these different profiles in there. So you swap them out for different uh, radius curves. If you want a little sort of um, dog ear on the corner, you could do that. And this way you take this over to your router, use a flush trim bit around the corner, and you get whatever corner profile you want. It's a handy little thing. It's, um, I like it. I think it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. The reason I don't use it is because it's kind of like hammering a finish nail with a sledgehammer. Mm. It's very neat. And I think anyone who gets this for free is going to absolutely love it. This is probably not something that I would ever buy just because I, I, I really don't actually do much to the corners yeah. of my tables. Most of the time so I keep them sharp. So if you're making sharp. a lot of tables? If you're making a lot of them, if this is something you do a lot of, you might find this useful. For me, it's overkill. I would just use a, a sanding block and put a little profile on the corner. Mm -hmm. That said, someone will really enjoy this, Nicole. Because mm -hmm. regardless of what it is, who doesn't like... Who doesn't like a little free woodpeckers? Yeah. I know I do. Sure. I'm wearing red today, too. Yeah. In yeah. honor of woodpeckers. Sure. <laughs> okay. Wait, let's answer. Uh, I got some soup chats here. Yes. Uh, let's see. Let me go down. Oh, Stumptown Woodworks did a soup chat and said, to help with shipping, uh, but if you're taking bribes, there's more where this came from. And about $2 more. It's <laughs> more where that came from, kid. Here's two bucks. Don't spend it all in one <laughs> Thank place. Thank you. Thank you, Stump Down. Donald Kirk Schaefer says, router table. Have you thought about putting a cabinet in your router table? What are your, uh, what's your opinion on the cabinet that's on the Inkra website? So Inkra has the aluminum extrusion base. I have that one. Uh, and they actually sell components that you can add to it to turn the base into a router table. It's neat, um, but I don't know that it's for me. My, my thought process on this is if I'm going to do the whole cabinet thing, I think I'd rather just build a purpose-built cabinet with the kind of storage that I want. It feels weird to just add a bunch of things to this aluminum extrusion to shoehorn it into being a usable storage cabinet. That said, if it appeals to you and you like the way it looks, you already have the stand, go for it. You know, Make use of it. Um, but for me, if I want to really make it a more versatile thing, I'm probably just going to go and get myself a, you know, a sheet of plywood and make my own stand for it that has the kind of storage that I need. So just me. Just you. Uh, I got a super chat here from, since you're talking about woodpeckers, yes. Peter Dunphy. Yes. Woodpecker board mill as an alternative to the real jointer. Thoughts? What's a board mill? Um... I think it's the flattening jig that oh, they have. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, it is going to be cheaper than a jointer, right? It is like taking the slow boat. <laughs> you know, like if, if, if it's the one that I'm thinking of, you're taking a router on rails and you're flattening boards. It's a great way to flatten a big board. A lot of times that's a process you would use for something that doesn't fit on your jointer. So it's a good alternative. But if you are going to do a lot of woodworking, you want to get a jointer, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to want to flatten boards quickly, easily. That is a long process. It makes a lot of dust. It's a very dirty process. And um, so, I mean, it can be done. I don't think it's a, I, I really would not call it an adequate substitute mm -hmm. because it's so inefficient compared to, you know, a regular jointer, but it's also a lot cheaper. So I'm going to say inefficient, but if it fits your needs, then, you know, go for it. All right. I'm going to give the, I selected. Corey Hastings for the woodpecker corner thing. I'm mm -hmm. Corey, email me, Nicole, at the Wood Whisperer. Yep. What's it called? Woodpecker what? Corner? Corner uh, jig. Uh, woodpecker. 
Woodpacker. Okay, <laughs> MMG says, uh, Greetings, Banks. Two years ago, a tornado came through my heavily wooded neighborhood, oh, wow. knocking down hundreds of large trees other than a major property damage. There were surprisingly and thankfully no casualties. Um, so I'm going to sum this up. He saved a piece of wood and was going to make something special for his wife. He says, and now, after two years... About thinking, two years after thinking about it, I still don't know what I want to make. So here's what it is. A perfectly milled 6-inch by 6-inch by 13-inch red oak paperweight on his workbench. And he wants to know any ideas for what to make with it. So I'm going to leave that to the chat room because I got enough trouble picking my own projects, let alone coming up with some for someone else. If you had a 6-inch by 6-inch by 13-inch red oak chunk, what would you make with it? I'm thinking something on on the lathe is Mm -hmm. where I would go with Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But anyone in the chat room that wants to help MMG out, give us a suggestion. Vincent Sanders made me laugh. He said, corner for my wife. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I mean, because earlier, the mug for his wife. And I said, uh, oh, for your oh, wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, on your it, I'm sorry. It didn't, it didn't work didn't this work time. Didn't work this time? <laughs> I don't think your wife wants that. Yeah. Corey, yes, I already picked them. You're probably delayed. So you might want to make sure you're live. Yep. Yeah, all right. Yeah, um, yeah. So I got one more thing to give away one more and thing? then a couple more questions. Okay, I still have a Are we gonna, super chat. Should I do all the questions or should we not? We can move, move them over to the after show. Are we still doing an yeah, after show? We'll oh do, my gosh. We'll do a quick after show. All right, then I'm just going to call it okay. right now. Do the final Gonzalo um, says, just a little bribe <clears throat> for all your great work. Keep it up, Spags. Thanks, Gonzalo. Okay, the power cap. What? Active air cap. Great little thing that I don't use. I'll be honest with this one. It really dried my eyes. Did it? Yeah. And I mean, we live in Denver. It's dry here. Yeah. So if I have air what are you gonna passing say? over the, my the, face. You're talking. What's the, what's the key word? Power um, cap? Power. Power. Okay. Power is the key word. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. Um, but it is a great system. Rechargeable battery. It was comfortable enough to wear. But for me, in a very dry climate, having air pass over my face dries Did my eyeballs. So power is the key word if you want to win Somebody the power said, cap. Corey, Corey said he already won something. I don't have it on my list as him winning something. Hmm. If, Who? That's, that's, Who did? I don't know. I guess, Corey, did you win something already? If not, or if you did, I need to. There's two. Oh, no, that's Cody. Yeah, that's uh, Cody. I, don't, I didn't hear a name more than once. I didn't either. Who knows? It's all right. It's all right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. If he won twice, we'll just send him a, a nice card. <laughs> okay, let me do another question I'll, here. I'll scroll back. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Woo. All of the chat. <laughs> I can hear my computer working harder because of the because chat? it's trying to process the chat, the incoming chat, which is hilarious because you'd think it wouldn't have that problem. <laughs> it's pushing out 1080p video. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, we just I just answered Corey's question. Yeah. Uh, here we go. <laughs> so De- Devin Perkins says I'm working on building out of my small garage shop, um, or building out my small garage shop, I have a setup where I can put everything away on the side so I can get two cars in the garage. Next up is a workbench, but I don't have a large amount of uh, footprint available. Would you recommend a smaller workbench, a mini Rubo, or some sort of knockdown collapsible workbench? You know, for me personally, I think I'd go mini Rubo. Generally speaking, very generally speaking, something that collapses down to a smaller size In order to do that, moving parts means that some things can get loose or something might not be as sturdy as it could be. I feel like I'd have a lot more fun with a big, chunky, little, dense workbench that's nice and heavy that doesn't have any moving parts. Moving parts make me nervous. 
Now that said, there mm -hmm. are portable workbenches that are actually built very well. They do the job. There might be some compromises with it, uh, but they really do the job. I'm actually thinking about doing a guild project, maybe the next guild project, that will be a mobile workbench solution. But we're not talking like a substitute for a portamate. We're talking trying to get you know, work holding solutions we'd normally find in a full size bench into something smaller, more compact, and something that possibly can break down into smaller sizes. So either one will work. Yeah, right there. Would you get coffee grounds? Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. Um, but look into some of the knockdown, traditional type of knockdown workbenches. You might be happy with those as an option. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a super chat here from uh, David Barton. Super chat. He said, I applied amber shellac on walnut slash maple raised panel chest. I don't like the yellow color. Any ideas to lessen some of the amber color? Yellowness. Can you use a different shellac? Uh, you know, sometimes I, this may be a stupid idea, but you can cancel color out, right? Mm -hmm. So if you get a little bit too much red, you can add green and it cancels out to brown. Okay, mm -hmm. so you may look into a color wheel and see if there's something you could do by adding a little bit of alcohol soluble dye to your shellac and maybe apply that on top of what you already have and it could certainly change the color. You may just look at a different finish. Maybe, you know, get that stuff off of there, wipe off the shellac you've already applied and instead go with a blonde shellac, you know, something that doesn't have as much of an amber color. And uh, so I would say rather than building up and possibly making the problem worse, if you only have like a single coat on there, maybe go backwards, take the finish off, spray it with some denatured alcohol, wipe off as much as you can, and then start with a different top coat. Uh, so I picked my winner and uh, it's because, sorry guys, uh, there's a person who does a lot of work for us for free and he makes the show notes and it's Matthew Boss. Okay. And he's in the chat, I'm gonna give them, him this. So Matthew, I'll be sending this to you and uh, I hope you you can use it. Yeah. So nobody puts baby in the corner. So many people. Uh, I've been getting messages because people are so used to the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> like, where are the show notes? I'm like, it's not like they just magically happen. It takes. It, there's actually somebody working Someone actually to actually has to do, the work. do them. So. You know, so they're doing something on YouTube. I don't know when it's going to come to the live stuff. But they are implementing chapters and the rollout is confusing. I'm not sure who gets it and who doesn't and if it applies to live and if not when. But there will soon be, if we put uh, time stamps in the show notes, mm -hmm. they will take those time stamps and put them in the timeline. Oh. So you can actually just go, you know, basically what, what we do in the guild. <laughs> Richard says, sounds like a bride to me. Well, considering Matthew's been doing our show notes for months, months, uh, I consider this a, a... That's not a bribe. No. It's more nepotism, <laughs> in a way. A sort of nepotism. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I think that's going to that's gonna be it for the, the main show here. Um, we do have an after show that we do, which is going to be short what's today. The, what's the model on that one? Somebody's the power asking. cap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh... It's a JSP Professional Power Cap Active Powered Respirator. I don't see, like, a model number. Yeah. It, well, it might be... Right there. Ouch. It's, oh, job traveler number 160211. Yeah, there you go. It's a, it's a thing. If you go to JSP's website, you'll see it. 
So we're going to do an after show now. Uh, it's a quick little, usually off-topic show that Nicole and I do for uh, our patrons. So mm -hmm. if you are a patron, if you're not, you can go to patreon.com slash woodwhisperer. You'll see the post there for the after show. I'll put the link in Nicole's the chat. Nicole's going to put the link there for you. Boop. And uh, for those who are patrons. And yes, ben, patrons, ben does occasionally do some show notes for us too. But you're busy Ben's right busy. You're busy right He's now. He's watching a baby sleep. Right? <laughs> He's busy. Uh, but yeah, uh, we, we will see you guys in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. Be good to each other. And uh, we'll see you next week. Congrats to everybody. I'll be talking to you soon. Thanks for taking all this crap off my hands. <laughs>